Welcome to the No Budget Independent Film Cast, where we dip into the independent film universe to highlight those little films that you might not have heard about elsewhere. Will you agree with our esteemed film snobs, or will they agree with each other? Tune in to find out. I am Milo Dennison, and with me, as always, is Claire Milan. Hello. And Kahal Feeney. Hello. All right, Claire Milan, what's on the agenda this week? So this week, uh, I picked a film called Bullet in the Brain. It's a film from 2001. It's written and directed by David Van Aken. And it's, a, it's based on a short story by Tobias uh, Wolft. Um, so it, it's about this guy who is a, he's a, um, a critic, a, a kind of a writing critic who te- he's teaching a class and he's very kind of superior and uh, very harsh in his criticisms. And then he goes into a bank and uh, his words come back to bite him, literally. Art to shoot him. I kind of have to spoil it a little bit because, well, it's in the title, <laughs> so I have to say it, you know. So, Bullet in the Brain, uh, there's a bank robbery, and um, he he's kind of, he doesn't like the words, or he's 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 kind of superior towards the bank robbers, and, and the bank robber says, capiche, and he's like, what type of word is that? And and, and then he, he, the bank robber gets so annoyed, he shoots him dead through the brain, and then he has a flashback throughout his life and it, it kind of goes into moments he remembers and yeah, different things of his life. And uh, yeah, it's it's a very um, interesting film. And it's because I read back and read a short story and the short story is so beautifully written. It's like, I, I don't know, you, you probably haven't read it. I didn't send it on to you. I should have sent it on to you to read, but it's it was in the New Yorker. Um, by this writer called uh, Tobias, Tobias Wolft. And it's so descriptive and beautiful. And it starts off with him in the bank already. So then when I saw this film, it starts off him in a classroom and, and showing his, his kind of cruel criticisms and the way he's, he's looking down on his students. And it, it's... It, after read, after watching the watching the film and reading the short story, they are very worlds apart. I don't think the film captures the short story the the beauty of it as much. And that preamble showing him in the classroom, it's um it it yeah it kind of jars a little bit. It should I think it should have started off in the bank, and they could have, I think the writer director could have done a slightly better job of transferring the short film to to the to um, transferring the short story to the film and yeah it's and it's kind of strange as well because a narrator comes in halfway through and it, it's a bit jarring but there are some beautiful moments in it like I love the lead actor I think his name is Tom Noonan and he the way he portrays this this kind of angry guy and kind of lone he looks kind of a lonely guy a bit eccentric it, it's it's really he plays him so well and he captures his kind of bitterness and meanness and and um you know the way he kind of feels superior in in the world and and the way he, he knows all these words and and other people are kind of inferior to him it's like he's criticizing the world but yeah so what do you think of it overall or? Yeah, it's funny that character type too of the I'm better than everybody else 
but I'm teaching a like shitty creative writing class in like this rundown, you know, room. Well, if, you know, so if you're so much better, like, so that character type is kind of an interesting character type. Um, what's funny, because it's when the, um, when the voiceover stuff kind of picked up, and even before that, it was interesting because I was thinking to myself, I feel like this would be better if it were a short story. <laughs> you know, yeah, so it's funny to find out that it was you and, and they yeah. talk about it in the credits as well mm -hmm. to, to that it was actually based on a short story. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense to me because it feels like it should be a short story more so than than a film, especially with the narration, which I'm assuming do they take a lot of the narration from the short story? Yes, I think they've yeah. taken it nearly. It is. It, it jars a little tiny bit. It just comes in. You're like, whoa, that's someone reading a short story. It's yeah. not. It's not a you know an interpretation. Like, it's yeah. It, it's it, yeah. It's interesting, but it's very jarring. I found. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting though, uh, and it's funny. The the bank robber Dean Winters, he's in a ton of stuff. Uh, he he was in um, uh, Rescue Me. He's shown up in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's done a bunch of bunch of stuff. So it was kind of funny to see him kind of, I think this is reasonably early on in his career doing this, doing this little uh, short and stuff. Yeah, he and looks he kind of familiar, actually, doesn't he? Yeah. He's the lead guy, I think Tom Noonan looks very familiar as well. I think they're yeah. well actors, but this is their one of yeah. their earlier work. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting that they got them to do this, do the short film, which in 2001, I'm guessing maybe was shot on film instead of digitally too. It kind of has that look to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. In, in regards to the overall story, I don't know if I was too impressed with it too much. Um, you know, you don't feel too sympathetic for the guy when he gets shot kind of a thing, like, cause he's kind of a dick. Um, and, uh, and there's a lot of, I don't know, it's, it just didn't, for some reason, just didn't fully resonate with me, I guess. And maybe because I felt like it should be a short story instead of a film, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it, it, it does say it's, based on a short story so mm -hmm. not necessarily an adaptation uh so maybe we can uh, <laughs> you know allow for that i mean i just i just took it on its own terms as a film i mean obviously i read that it was based on a short story um like the character himself like he's 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 his cynicism is so deeply ingrained in him that he, he just can't escape from it and uh like even like this, there's no, there's no, all the satisfaction is gone from his life. So even during the bank robbery, he can't escape from it. Um, uh, you, you suspect that it's uh, behind it is sort of a, a failed, a failed ambition that he wanted to be this, this great writer. But instead he's, he's teaching to a bunch of useless students. And he, and he takes his failures out on them, and he and he has this as a sort of an arrogance that say people who feel a certain inadequacy with their own abilities have, and they they try to uh, inflate their self-importance by criticizing others. Um, but like the the kind of the change in tack in the middle of the film was sort of surprising, but I did for me it elevated into something kind of poetic. Um, like at the beginning, you're sort of establishing what an unlikable character he is, and then it sort of drills through his life, and and you discover, you know, what gave him his his love of words. So, sort of 
sad and beautiful at the same time. That's a really good description, a sad and beautiful. And yeah, you can tell there, there's a bitterness to him. Like, he's a really interesting character. You could take that character and put him into another film or a series, you know, and you could explore. Yeah, something longer would be nice so we could get more yeah. of his story, like what turned him into the bitter guy. Because yeah, obviously you're assuming he's a failed writer and that's what made him so bitter, but it would be kind of interesting to get more of that. That would, I think, make it more interesting. Yeah, you can sort of work that out for yourself. Like, you know. But you can, but I mean, if you got that in a film, yeah. You know, it's it's it gives you more to watch and makes you more sympathetic for him, maybe. Because even the look of him, it's kind of you do feel a lot of sympathy for him, you know. And mm. he has a has a daughter he mentions in the flashback, and I just think it's so yeah, sad. Like what happened to that relationship, or yeah. what happened and to his marriage, that kind of stuff. And even like the opening, he where he he's walking, he, uh, you know, against the crowd, like it, it's I suppose that's kind of symbolic. But I, I think mm. a lot most of us have had teachers like this you know <laughs> so it's it's yeah, yeah. It, well, I mean, you can see it in them sometimes the way like you know they maybe they want to be something and, and they're so angry they take that from their students so it's yeah i don't think you're i ever feel sympathetic towards the guy you know at any stage you know even when you got young i do that's what i'm saying of. like you don't yeah i didn't feel so yeah i'm like yeah if i were the bank robber there i probably would have shot him too Really? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I felt a bit sorry for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he was asking for it. I mean, you know, he like, if he wanted to get shot, he just, but he uh, wanted to go down in flames because his, he was, his, he, he couldn't hold himself back by not speaking up. He, he felt his life was so worthless that yeah. he, you know, he didn't care anymore, really. Yeah. And even though at that, that one moment when he kind of goes, you know, he, he'd given up hope for for himself and for humanity. So when, you know, when it's capiche, you know, it was like, you know, how, how cheesy, you know, to say that, you know. Yeah, because even when when he's when I heard when the guy said capiche, I was like, oh, that's so cheesy. And then he said it yeah. like back. Yeah. It was just like, you know, because I was like, oh, why would a writer write capiche just for a second before mm-hmm. <laughs> he answered, <laughs> you know. But yeah. I don't think he's named in the piece, is he? I don't or is he? I can't remember. I don't uh, think the writer, so. As far as I know, yeah. Well, it's I'm wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously the writer is the boy's wolf, so yeah, yeah it is. I don't know how much of the dialogue was taken from the short story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, it was somebody obviously like, you know, did write the screenplay. Oh yeah. Oh, I meant sorry. I meant the sorry. The actor is he named like the actual character? Did anybody refer to him by his name in the film? Yeah, I don't think they did. I don't think so because it was pretty much all just his point of view. Like, sorry, no, 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 no. The writer was definitely definitely in the Mm -hmm. credits. Yeah, but um, I don't think he was. So maybe because I don't think so either. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, rating time. Okay, you can go first. So. All right. I'm kind of a toss-up between a two and a three. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go three. But it's a low three. Okay. It's okay. barely a three. Okay. All right, Claire, I'll let you go last. Ah. Well, um, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna disagree with you here, Milo, because you mentioned earlier that it didn't have any resonance, and for me, it did. I think it did, and. It's a type of film you can take something from. Um, 
at, its, at its simplest, this idea that you, instead of looking at the negative things in life, just concentrate on what, you know, brings you happiness and joy. Um, I think good art should affect you and move you in some way. And this, this film did. So I'm going to give it five stars. What? Wait, this is... This oh is, my god god i did not expect that we have watched so many better movies than this jesus i picked oh. a five-star film the calvini oh my like, goodness oh my god this is like i, a, a great I know no budget moment and it moved him yes emotional reaction the end of it I'm is... in shock. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Jeez, our bells oh must God. be ringing somewhere. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, okay. no. Go on. It, it, it has the potential to move something if they're movable. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my choice of film that Carl Feeney gave five stars to. Uh, for me, obviously, visually, it looks very dated. It did tr like, throw me off a little bit. Um, but the lead actor was really played him terrifically and um there were some parts of it that jarred me some of the narration but there was some beautiful moments in it as well and it i did feel very sorry for the guy you know uh so I, i'm going to give it three and a half stars oh well all right so i'm totally at odds with everybody oh. here yeah that's fine it happens it happens on occasion well I, you well go ahead no, I just I, I just I really I really loved the way it ended. You know, I just thought I was really that that sequence was really cool. It was um, nicely done, little sequence. Yeah. In fact, I probably would have liked it better if there was less of the beginning and more of the ending. Yes, same yeah. here. The beginning was a bit yes, kind of yeah. unusual. <laughs> Where's the rest of it? And it did pick up, pick yeah. up then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, no budget film cast audience, you heard it here. Uh, Cahill gave this film a five stars. What do you think? Feel free to let us know via our social media channels at No Budget Show. And of course, we will put a link into the notes below and uh, have a watch. Let us know and uh, see what your rating is. And thanks. And as always, we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. yeah, that's just mad. <laughs> I picked it as well. So I'm so proud of I know, myself. Good job, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's so hard to pick them sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs>